You're listening to the Wanderlust Swingers Podcast with Aussie hosts Kate and Daryl. If you're curious about exploring your sexuality or the swinging, hot wifing and non-monogamous lifestyle, you've definitely come to the right podcast. Or maybe you just love travel adventures. Either way, we share our personal, sometimes juicy, sexy stories as well as swingers club and event reviews, interviews with other sassy people and of course our global swinging adventures. We try to bring you a look into the diverse lifestyle that the swinging and non-monogamous community has. We hope you enjoy. Now let's get into the episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Wanderlust Swingers. This is episode 139, and this is going to be about my most recent trip and event in Dallas, Texas. So we're talking about Podcaster Palooza. So this is going to be a PCAP recap coming at you pre-recorded from freezing ass Croatia. God, it's cold here. But before we get into that, a cultural tidbit. Today's cultural tidbit is going to be about Turkey. Why Turkey, you might ask? Well, I'm glad you asked that because I was actually stuck in Turkey in a layover for 24 hours because I missed my connecting flight. So I was all smug about the fact that there's this new route, which will get me home from Texas, Dallas, direct to Istanbul, Istanbul, direct to Croatia. Happy days. And the flight was delayed out of Dallas by two hours and I missed my connecting flight and had to wait a whole 24 hours in the airport for my next flight. So today's cultural tidbit is about Turkey. And interestingly enough, prostitution in Turkey is legal and has been regulated since 1923, was one of the first countries in the world to actually regulate and legalize prostitution, which I found really, really interesting. But that's not the most interesting part. Here is the most interesting part. So the brothel district serves about 5,000 odd men a day in the red light district. So every day from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., men make their way to this place called the Giraffe Lane, and it's Turkey's oldest legal and licensed red light district. The interesting thing about this is that because it is regulated, when the people turn up, they have to show their identification to the police officers guarding the gate. They have to hand over their mobile phones, key rings, lighters, etc. to the custodian, go through a metal detector, pick up their stuff, and then figure out which brothel they want to go to in Giraffe Lane. So there you go. That is my cultural tidbit on Turkey, prostitution, legal and regulated since 1923. And hey, if you want a police officer to get all up in your business, then that's where it's at, guys. Now, you may notice, or maybe you maybe didn't notice, that we took a break through November. So we didn't, release, we didn't release a podcast throughout November at all. We released one just before I went to Texas, and now it's the 1st of December. So if you're celebrating Hanukkah, if you're celebrating Christmas, if you're celebrating anything else, happy festivities to you guys. So we, we had November off, and during that time, we took a trip to Germany. Frankfurt, to be precise. So we went to Frankfurt for a weekend. It's like a two-hour flight from here, super, super quick. And as we did that, we started reading the news when we got there with the full intentions, by the way, of going to a swingers club, going out to the Christmas markets, just having a grand old time. And lo and behold, Austria decided to go into lockdown because of COVID issues. And then Germany was, you know, it's next door neighbor, quite quick to start increasing with uh, COVID issues out here. So as we were on the ground in Germany and finding out all this information, we unfortunately decided to ex-nay on the intention to go to a swingers club because of the low vaccination rates and everything else that was happening in Germany in Frankfurt at that point in time. So that was a little bit of a bummer to go there, but I did get to kind of walk around in the cold and get my glue vine on, which is like a boiled heated wine, which is delicious. Uh, so, you know, that's what's up with us. Oh my God, the TikTok hate guys. I have to tell you this really quickly. I have been on and off TikTok for a number of years. If you've been listening to the podcast for years, in like, God, I don't know, 2018 or something, Daryl started talking about TikTok. And at the time I was like, eh, TikTok. And I've been on and off ever since. You know, I created accounts, I'll close them down, I'll create accounts, I'll get shut down because they hate me, I'll create another one, etc., etc. This has been going on for years. Most recently I had, I don't know what is considered TikTok viral, so I won't say that, but I had a video go partially viral, I would say. It's about up to about 800,000 views. God damn, the hate when you get that many views because what astounds me, I guess, on we're on social media, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on all of those things. And generally the people that are following us there are people that are either in the lifestyle or open-minded enough to accept the fact that we live in these alternative relationships and they're not judgmental about it. They're just like, you do you and I'll do me and let's all live a happy life. What I forget is that we are in that circle of acceptance, I would say. 
again, it can be acceptance because people are in the lifestyle, so they're like-minded, or it can just be acceptance of the fact that, hey, I don't judge your decisions, let's all go on with our lives. But it is this little acceptance bubble. When you go on social media and then happen to hit this for you page and then you're broadcasting to people that aren't interested in that content and they don't necessarily like your decisions. And unfortunately, what happens from that is you get a lot of hate. And man, oh man, it has been years since I've had this level of hatred. I wake up every morning and I have upwards of 50 to 100 notifications telling me how ugly I am, how big my forehead is. I got a big forehead, guys. Had it since I was a kid. Like, it's obvious. It's like telling Daryl that, hey, dude, you're bald. Yeah, yes, and what, what do you want from me? But yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny. And so if you're listening to this and you are either in the lifestyle or you're part of that nod judgment bubble, um, thanks, guys, because you guys just kind of keep it going. And sometimes I forget that there are people outside that bubble that don't necessarily appreciate what we're doing or the information that we're trying to spread. So yeah. That's just my little TikTok hate story. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep bringing, them, bringing that into a segment in the podcast if it, if it continues because damn. I'm heading over to California in February. I will be putting that up as a travel notification on our dating sites. If you guys are in California, if you're in LA or if you're in Palm Springs, let me know. Hit me up uh, on email because I will be there and definitely keen to catch up with anybody for a drink. And one last thing before we get into the PCAP recap episode Before my trip, we released a Patreon bonus episode. So that's on patreon.com forward slash swinging down under. The link is in the bio. Dee vetoed something in relation to my recent trip. And we had a very real, raw, super transparent discussion on what Dee vetoed. And if you guys want to go and hear that, head over to our Patreon account and go and have a listen because it's really interesting. And we're going to do a follow-up episode to that, a follow-up bonus episode. So if you guys are interested in some of that content, kind of understanding a little bit more about our relationship, please do head over to Patreon. That's where we put all the bonus episodes over there. So let's take a quick break and then let's get into the PCAP recap episode. All right, guys, if you haven't noticed, I'm flying solo today because I figured I was on the trip solo. It was on the event solo. So I thought that I would kind of follow up with a solo episode, but Do not dismay because later in the episode, I'm going to share some audio from some attendees and from some of the other hosts as well. So first and foremost, Podcaster Palooza or PCAP, if you don't know what it is, it is a multiple day event around different cities in the USA where we all come together and celebrate as a community for three nights and four days. We had our most recent trip in Dallas in Texas. And so before I really get into that, I have to give some thanks. I want to say a quick thank you to Promescent. They were the product sponsor and group playroom sponsors for us. So thank you very much to Promescent Sexual Wellness Products. If you guys want a delay spray or sex wipes or buzzing gel, head over to promescent.com. And if you use code WANDERLAST15, that's going to score you 15% off. But thank you very much for sponsoring, being our product sponsor and our group playroom sponsor. Thank you very much, Promescent. And of course, thank you to all the hosts. Podcaster Palooza, of course, would be nothing without the hosts that actually come along and help to run the event. So thank you very much to Monogamish Marriage. If you've been listening for a while, Monogamish Marriage were like PCAP OG back in 2018 in a New York City loft. They came down and have been with us on every step of the way since. So thank you very much, Monogamish Marriage. We had the Black and Kinky Lifestyle podcast there. We had the entire team from Expansive Connection Relationship Counseling. So Catherine and her team, thank you very much for coming. We had Live in the Sweet Life podcast. We had Average Swingers. And as a last-minute addition, we also had the Casual Swinger podcast who kind of subbed in as our MC and game people and whiskey aficionados. So thank you very much to all of our hosts, all of the details on each of those individual content creators and Expansive Connections are going to be down in the show notes. Please go and follow them. Listen to their content if you haven't already hit them up, ask questions and engage with them. I'm sure they'd love it. Now, my last Podcaster Palooza review, I did things a little bit differently. I did kind of like my top worst and my top best moments of PCAP. I'm going to kind of do a similar thing this time. I want to do some highlights and I want to do some lowlights for you guys. And I'm going to start with the highlights first because I want to kind of get into the groove here. I want to like settle you guys in. My lowlights aren't even that bad. Actually, in comparison to Miami, these are like a walk in the park. So they're not that bad. But here we go. Highlights for me. Casual Swinger, Mickey from Casual Swinger wearing costumes every single day. Now, many of you wouldn't think that was a feat. Many of you 
would know that they've been in the lifestyle for, for over a decade. Many of you would know that they go to a lot of events and go to hedonism, go to the stuff. Yeah, Mickey does not wear costumes. That's not his game. He does, He wears hats, but he doesn't wear costumes. And let me tell you, he turned up for PCAP Encore. So did everybody else. Much respect to every single person there who turned up in a costume, who put the effort in. I love you guys. But this is special because he just does not do that, like ever, 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 ever. And uh, definitely that was really, really fun to see that he was also getting into the costume spirit. And uh, I know that you've done that just for PCAP, Mickey, so thank you very much for doing that for us. We appreciate the hell out of you. Right, my next highlight was the rope suspension on Friday night. So as part of our event, we hired a local rigger, a local rope expert, and her name was Madam Posh, and you can go and check her out on Instagram. She is an activist, she's a rigger, loves rope, really passionate about it, and she did two classes for us on Saturday at the event. But what people didn't know is that she was also coming in to do a suspension installation for Friday night for our kickoff party. And we didn't announce this. This was a bit of a surprise. And as she was setting up, Madam Posh asked me, how do you want me to do this? Are we going to announce this? And I said, no, just start. I want this to be interactive. I want it to be a bit of a shock to people. And at the time, everyone was sitting in and standing up and sitting around and having their, we had like a two-hour canapes and free-flow drinks as the kickoff party. And so a lot of people were sitting in the dining room, kind of chatting, eating, getting to know each other, drinking, having a good old time. And Madame Hosh rolls through with one of the people that were there to support her that she later put in suspension with rope and walked her through with the suspension on a leash and a ball gag through the dining area. And as she walked out of the dining area, she was kind of getting people to come with her. And for me, it was like some sort of like kink Pied Piper because I stood back and as I was watching, here comes Madame Posh with her support person on a leash with a ball gag walking through the lobby of the hotel with all of these lifestyle people kind of following after her as this like kink Pied Piper. And it was bloody fantastic. And that suspension was not for everybody. There were people there that were like, this is a little bit too much for me. There were people there that just went, it's not for me. Some people were intrigued. But that's the beautiful thing about going to an event or to a resort is that you get to see things and experience things that maybe you haven't seen before and then you get to either tick them or cross them off and go, I like that, I'm intrigued by that, I want to learn more or I've seen it, it's not for me. And so that was really, really interesting to see that and see people engage with that as something new and different. Now, my third highlight was that we had on Sunday drag bingo during the day. So we had a couple of local drag queens come along and we did some drag bingo and we gave away some prizes And then in the evening parties for our final party, we had a burlesque performer come in. Drag bingo or drag shows in particular or burlesque shows in particular, I have loved for many, many years. I think they're so much fun, very sensual with the burlesque and just really interesting. You know, the the costumes, the dance, just people in character. You know, that's what it comes down to. These people come in and they are just so much in character and you really get to see these characters come to life. And I've loved it for many years. What I found interesting was that I had a number of people after drag bingo come up to me and tell me that this was the first time they've ever seen a drag queen. Uh, and I thought that was so amazing. And, I, and I'm talking a lot of people, you know, quite a few people come up, men and women, tell me that this was the first time they've seen a drag queen and that they loved it and had so much fun. And I just thought that, first of all, it blew my mind that people haven't seen drag queens before because, again, so much fun. But then secondly, I, I, I thought it was really wonderful that people were so open-minded to go and hang out and at, even at a lifestyle event, do a drag bingo and just get in amongst it. It was really cool. In fact, it was so packed we had to bring in chairs from the other areas of the hotel. And the other thing that amazed me on Sunday night with the burlesque performer, the same thing happened. I had a number of people walk up to me and say, we have never seen a burlesque performance before and we've already started Googling burlesque performers in our local city. So when they go back home, they can experience it. And those were amazing to me. Um, It's just so great to bring a new experience to somebody that they can then go off and experience it in their home city. And it's a great opportunity as well to take people on lifestyle dates. Drag shows, drag bingo, drag brunches and burlesque performances are fantastic opportunities to take a date on. So, yeah. All right, my fourth highlight is the extra little events. So one of our taglines is, and has always been, curated yet spontaneous, right? Because we want to say... We have a schedule of events. You can choose the direction that you want 
your event to go in. You know, you don't have to sit in every seminar. You don't have to party at the pool every day. You don't need to go to all the night parties. It's up to you. It's up to you how you want to build your own event. If those things matter to you, if they don't matter to you, if you maybe get into a conversation with a couple or even playtime with a couple, having that ability, flexibility to then go off and do that and not worry too much about what's going on in the background, those are really, really important. During this event, and this happened in Miami too, but it really came out during the Dallas event, these extra little events that the attendees arrange. So these aren't put on by us, the attendees arrange them. And one of the events was the Mankini Plunge on the rooftop, and that was on Sunday. That was really, really special because, for starters, Jay from the Average Swingers was wearing a Mankini in Miami, and he mentioned he's bringing his Mankini to Dallas, and a number of other guys started to get into it, and they were like, yep, we're all going to get Mankinis, let's do this Mankini jump into the pool on Sunday, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. And the guys that didn't have mankinis with them actually wore their partner's thongs or bikini bottoms or G-strings or whatever and came along and joined into the fun. And I think this really pushed a lot of people's boundaries, but they did it anyway because they felt like they were in a safe zone. And it was just so much fun. I missed it because I was too busy actually trying to get a song playing (laughs) that I thought would be really fun and get a speaker going. And that was a total failure. So I was standing inside, but um, I did catch the end of it and it was a hell of a lot of fun. Some of the other events that took place that were arranged by others were the axe throwing. So a group of people went off sign and had axe throwing and some cocktails and loved it. They sent us back photos and they were like, this is amazing. So it was like a big group date. And then also the whiskey tasting. So we did have a couple that that couldn't attend that originally suggested whiskey tasting. And a lot of people were into it and brought their own whiskey, some from small batches from their local cities or local towns. And so in the end, uh, Mickey and Mallory from Casual Swinger actually hosted the whiskey tasting in one of our playrooms during the day. And I went in there to hurry them along for drag bingo. And there would have been over 30 people in there just having a great time and engaging with each other. And that was really special to see. And something else that we do on site, and we've done this for many years, we actually started this trend in Desire back in 2018, is a lingerie swap. So if you've got lingerie or clothes that don't fit, or maybe costumes that you don't wear anymore, people bring them along and we set up up an area. And then you can go in and, and... swap lingerie. So it's a great way to kind of recycle, upcycle some of the the stuff that we have in the lifestyle. I put a dress in there that I bought for the Sunday night that was too big and it didn't work. So I got a new dress. So I went in there and there was one person waiting in there with uh, some lingerie. And she was like, I don't know where everybody is. And I went, I don't know either because there's so many people RSVP to this. This seems strange. And I was of course running around setting other things up for the afternoon, like the drag bingo. And all of a sudden I come back and I realize there's about 50 people in the room and it's not just women, it's men as well. Everybody's in there having a grand old time, swapping lingerie, doing a bit of a a walk and performance, doing a bit of a fashion walk. And it was just unbelievable to me that it went from all of a sudden from having one person standing in a room going, where is everybody, to having this hugely charismatic room where people were shouting and whistling and laughing and having a great time. So that was definitely a highlight for me. Another random highlight that I'm going to throw into the mix was just actually hearing how many orgies people had and seeing how people were engaging and coming together, like literally coming together, (laughs) literally coming together. I was really, really happy by that. It's funny, you know, when we were in Miami and people, you know, I hired these DJs and I got all the audio visual stuff in and, and hired thousands of dollars of TVs and all of that sort of stuff. And then people leave early. And at the time, I was pretty sad about it. Like, where the fuck is everybody going? We spent so much money on this. Like, come and come back, guys. Come and enjoy it. And what I realized was people were going off to play and making these connections, which is, of course, really fantastic. And I noticed it even more in Dallas because I had hired an assistant to spend more time with the attendees. And so I noticed the fact that people were disappearing throughout the day, going off and having like a midday orgy, disappearing at nighttime, same thing, going to play, making connections, or even just playing together as as the couple. And that was super, super, super special. Speaking of the assistant, that's another highlight for me. Um, I got so much more time to actually spend being in the event. So not just working at the event, but being in the event and meeting with people and sitting down with people and having good conversations, which leads me to my final highlight. I had a conversation with a couple in the lobby and I was, it was Sunday morning. I was a little bit tired because I kind of go to bed at about one. I get up at about five and I was on fire guys. Like I was on fire. It, 
is not a usual thing for me to be witty and funny, especially when I'm tired. It just doesn't fucking happen. It doesn't happen the best of times, but it certainly doesn't happen when I'm really, really tired. And the conversation I had with this couple who have been to many, many events, they're local from Texas, they've been to Hedo, they've been to all these other events, and we were just having a great time and they were laughing their asses off. Why that is a highlight for me? Because it just made me feel so funny and so great. So if you're listening and you're that couple, shout out to you guys, you know who you are. You made me feel like a fucking rock star. So thank you for that. Even if I wasn't funny, you made me feel like a rock star. So, but I'm pretty sure I was on fire just quietly between you and I. All right, guys, let's talk about the low lights. And I gotta be honest, these low lights, you're gonna listen to them and you're gonna be like, mm, whatever, you know, like privileged problems. And you're right, these low lights aren't anything in comparison to Miami. If you listen to that episode where we had people barricading themselves in the doors, we had people trying to jump fences to get into the party, we had interlopers coming in, lying about their big connections. Nothing like that happened in Dallas. So I really, really had to think on my lowlights. I'm not going to lie. But the first one I didn't have to think on because this really pissed me off. If you have ever spent any time with me, it takes a lot for me to get riled up. I joke on the podcast like I'm angry or like something has annoyed me or things of that nature. But honestly, in person, legitimately, it takes a lot to get me riled up. Right, here we go. Here's the story. I actually almost wanted to fight this individual. Again, really unusual behavior for me. Probably a combination of the fact that I was so tired. But when we went on Saturday to the local club, we went to Collette in Dallas and they arranged the back VIP room for us. And we also had an amazing spot out by the dance floor. So if you wanted to be amongst it, you could be. If you wanted to kind of hang out in the VIP room and take a breather and just be with other peacappers, you also could be because the club was open to the general public. What I didn't realize, and this is a lessons learned, if we ever do anything like this again, I'm going to hire my own security to monitor the VIP room door because we had all of the PCAPers there. We'd hired these party buses to take everybody there. Everybody was in costumes, looking great, having a great time. And as a result of that, people were intrigued by what was happening in the back room. And the club was heaving. There was a lot of people there. And what I didn't realize was how many people would try to actually get into that back room. So as a result of that, because there was no security provided to us or I didn't get any security, I I, I started counting because I was standing at the door for a couple of hours, I think four hours I was standing between the normal part of the club and the VIP room because somebody had to stop these people from trying to get in. And I turned away, because I was getting bored, I turned away 168 people, 168 different groups of people trying to get into the back room. A couple of them I turned away multiple times. And that was just kind of par for the course. I mean, it just, it is what it is. You know, I was, I was probably tired. I was standing at the door, having said this to 168 people with varying responses, I would say. Some people were like, yeah, no dramas and kept walking. Other people were like, well, what the fuck's going on back there? You know, really intrigued. A couple of single guys were like, this is bullshit. But then there was a group of four. There was a group of four that wanted to get into the back room. So much so, in fact, that they started throwing shade in my direction. And what I mean by shade is they started abusing me. So for about, I don't know, I'm going to say like 45 minutes, there was this group of four, two men, two women, who stood within ear's length to me so I could hear what they were saying. They were maybe two metres away from me. And the entire time for like 45 minutes were just abusing me, saying horrible things about me. And it was, so for example, they were like, oh, let's just go rush the bitch like, we'll get past her. We can hurt her. She's only small. Let's just push our way in. Who does this bitch think she is? You know, these sorts of things. She thinks she's so amazing, fucking VIP, blah, blah, blah. I was so legitimately mad by the end of this 45 minutes of being abused, plus telling 168 people to go away that they couldn't come into the VIP room, that this dude in black pants, like little black short shorts, I was actually seriously ready to say, oi, Let's step outside. Really odd behavior for me, but I was that riled up that I was ready to do it. (laughs) So if you are listening and you're the dude in black pants who was at the club on Saturday night in Dallas, hey, sort your shit out, bunny. Sort your shit out. I'm actually not that mad about it anymore. But at the time, at the time I was, I was ropeable, ropeable, shibari ropeable. My second low light, we have security 24 hours on all of our events. Depending on the event will depend on how many security guards we have for our upcoming one in Palm Springs. For example, we have four security guards on site, 24 hours that rotate in shifts, but we have four people at all times on site. In Dallas, we had a person right at the front because we stopped all the traffic except for this front entrance because we wanted to make sure that the people who were coming into the building should be there, that they were PCAP attendees. 
My second low light was actually seeing a dude roll up in a Lambo. We had one of our security guards standing at the front. Dude rolls up in a Lambo, literally throws his keys at the direction of the security guard and tells him to park his car because he's going up to the bar. So he thinks our guard is a valet. I was actually in the lobby at the time, so I, I see this kind of situation unfolding. I, I saw the Lambo roll up and I thought, what? Okay, that's interesting. And so that piqued my interest. And then I saw this kind of keys throwing over situation unfold. And the guard was standing to the side of the door. He moved himself into the middle of the door to stop this gentleman from strolling through. And of course, he's proceeding to tell him, you know, I'm not a valet. So check your privilege. And he was also saying to him, this is a private party. You can't, you can't come in. Like, thanks very much, but you, but you can't come in. And so as I can see this altercation kind of happening, so I start making my way over to the door just to see if the security guard needs any backup from, you know, the event host. And the conversation was just so irritatingly privileged. And i got to tell you, our security team, hats off to you guys. You guys remained so calm when there were quite a few people trying to come to the bar because it's a very well-known bar. People actually are used to being able to come and hang out on a for a Sunday session or a Saturday session. So there was a lot of general, you know, people that were – non-PCAPers coming to just try and go to the bar. They weren't coming to try and go to the party. And telling them that the whole hotel's been hired obviously is a little bit confusing for people. We get it. But this dude and his privilege, I could not believe it. But again, our security team handled it with such grace. And I think I would have been like, dude, I'm not a valet. F off. But no, they were just very calm, very, very normal. So that was one of my lowlights, but also well done security. Ah, My third lowlight. It was a little bit colder than what I would have hoped. We had some sunshine on Sunday, so a lot of people hung out by the pool. But Friday and Saturday was a little bit dreary. But really, that's just me scraping the barrel for my lowlights. Another one, the photographer cancelled at the last minute. We had a lot of that in Miami, but I think that was mostly because we had hired people in kind of 2020 um, due to the whole COVID and prepaid everybody. And a lot of companies were just going out of business or couldn't come and support us anymore. So we had a lot of cancellations for Miami and tens of thousands of dollars of prepayments lost because people just cancelled at the last minute or were no-shows. Um, we didn't have that in Dallas. We had one photographer cancelled who had 50% of his deposit paid, but that's about it. So even though that's a low light, actually it, it wasn't that bad. You know, you kind of have to anticipate that there are going to be some people that are going to cancel or do no-shows. And so that was pretty cool. And my final low light is that I didn't get to play the arcade games enough. Yes, yes, you heard correctly. We had arcade games at a swingers event. I'll say it again. We had arcade games at a swingers event. I'm not ashamed of that. You might be out there listening and think, what the fuck? It's a swinging lifestyle event and you've got arcade games. That's correct. We bought them in for Friday because that was the theme of our party. And I have been wanting to bring it. <laughs> no, let me let me backtrack. I have been looking for an excuse to bring arcade games to a lifestyle party now since like 2017. I was too lazy to go and find the audio, but back in 2017 when we were taking our first um, event to Desire with the We Got a Thing podcast and hosting with them, I joked on a podcast that I would like to bring Miss Pac-Man to the resort. And this is what's called the long game, people. 2021, November from 2017, I finally got my opportunity. So on Friday night, one of our themes was was arcade versus superheroes. And so I decided to bring in a Batman pinball machine and a Miss Pac-Man arcade machine, stand-up arcade machine. Actually, original arcade, old-ass arcade machines. We hired them for the night. We bought them in for a bit of fun. They're not for everybody, but whatever. It was the nerd in me. I wanted to bring that out. And they got picked up on Saturday morning, and I got up early, did my rounds, checked on the night staff, checked on security and everything else, and there was nobody in the lobby. It's 6 a.m. There's nobody in the lobby. And I was like, I need to get in there and play those arcade games. And then I didn't. I had like one game and then kind of left and was chatting to the staff. So I regret it. I regret having paid for a Mrs. Pac-Man arcade machine and not getting to play it enough. I don't know. It sucked. Good morning, everybody. Coming at you day two of Podcaster Palooza. And I'm standing in front of something that I have wanted to bring to a swingers event, not even joking, since 2017. In 2017, I joked about trying to take an arcade game to Desire Resorts. And look what we had last night for our theme. So our theme last night was arcade versus superhero. So we come and had these two machines installed. I'm so happy. <laughs> they get picked up this morning, so I'm going to quickly have a go before we change all of our themes and everything for today. So today, day two, is all about seminars, and tonight we're actually heading off-site to go to a club and party. So, whew, I'm tired. I've got my coffee and uh, powering up for the day. Right there, my low lights. As I said before, privilege uh, right here, this person right here, because realistically, 
those aren't even bad things. When you host an event, a large event, normally there's a lot of shit happening in the background. But realistically, this was actually really easy, really good time. Sorry, not much to complain about, to be honest. Hey, I'm going to take a break. And then while I'm on my break, I'm going to play you guys some audio from one of the attendees. This is dubbed on eight. They're based out of New York City. They keep offering me their apartment if I'm traveling through New York City. So here's what I'm thinking before I play this audio real quick. Let's throw a party at Dubbed on Eight's house. I'm feeling like nothing but lube slides throughout their entire house, down their stairwell, and just paninis, lube slides and paninis. If you guys are interested in crashing Dubbed on Eight's house in, in New York and throwing a lifestyle party in their apartment, uh, let me know. Hit me up. Bring your lube. Bring your paninis. I'm down for it. But uh, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to play that audio for you guys, and then I'll be back soon. Hey, Kate. Dubbed on Eight here. We're going to try and speak slow and sexy so you can hear this better. We're sitting in the lobby in our silky pajamas, feeling loved and overwhelmed of the good time we've had over the last couple of days. We want to thank you for creating a safe and fun environment where we've enjoyed fantastic themes and the wonderful people, the amazing podcasters and the lectures that we've listened to. One of the things we've realized is consent is a core value of the whole podcast community can't say how important that is to us. We feel genuinely safe and we've been able to explore our own individual personality through our costumes. And I have to say one of the funnest things is the leader getting the packages. All 75 of them from Amazon. (laughs) Putting together the most ridiculous outfits that I never ever thought I would see the light of day in. Yet here I am strutting around like I'm seven foot tall. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for everything. The event's been so well curated. The uh, the community you've built around it is just amazing. We can't wait for more. Thank you. Thank you. We love all of you guys. We forgot to say, this is absolutely, positively the best adult summer sleepaway camp ever. Well, thanks Dubbed on 8 for that audio. Really appreciate you guys using the board that I took all the way over to Dallas and recording on it. You guys are MVPs. Love it, love it, love it. So a couple more things before I'm getting onto the emails and help section of the podcast. We got a, I got a message from Beachbed Couple and they are coming to Palm Springs and they said to me, hey, now that you've had a couple of events, tell me what you're going to carry over to future events. Like what worked well? What are you actually going to carry over? And I honestly have to say that A lot of the events that I've attended over the years have always been people talking at you or the event happening at you, not necessarily with you, not around you. It's just happening at you. You know, there are a lot of events where there's seminars and those are great, but oftentimes the hosts talk at you or there are parties, but the parties are happening at you. And so one of the things that I liked in Dallas that I really, really want to carry forward and I want to put even more focus on is interactive. So in Palm Springs, for example, everything is going to be interactive. Every seminar that we host, every performance that we do, every theme that we do, everything is going to be interactive. And I think that's really special because then the event is actually happening with you, not at you. So I'd love to hear your thoughts, your feedback. If you guys want to email us cnd at swingingdownunder.com, let me know what you guys have seen at other events that have been really, really interactive that you've enjoyed because we definitely want to try and recreate some of those amazing things that you've seen at other events and make them into the PCAP style as well, kind of put our own spin on them. But we already have some things that are quite interactive that are going to be happening at Palm Springs. I can't give the game away right now because we have not told them to the attendees yet and I don't want to put them out there in the public until I show the attendees what's happening. But I'm really, really stoked at some of the ways in particular with ColourPop that we are going to bring art interactiveness into the event. Sorry, that was my answer, Beachbed Couple. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And speaking of PCAP ColourPop, if you guys are interested in attending, we do have a new event on June 3rd through the 6th in 2022. We are already over a third sold out for that event. So if you guys are interested in attending Podcaster Palooza, that will be our biggest event to date. It has over 160 rooms on site. So you can imagine I'm freaking out a little bit and we'll definitely be hiring multiple event assistants for that one. But you can come and join us. Head to podcast-a-palooza.com if you guys want to join in the fun there. Okay, 
Some emails and help section. So our last episode that we did back in October was we're just not that into you or we're just not that into it. And it was Daryl and I kind of going through some of the things that happen in the swinging lifestyle, like eating sushi off a naked woman's body that we're just not into. The irony there, Anthony, you sent us an email, buddy, and I thought it was so funny because he said for the episode of we're just not that into you, Anthony has been a longtime listener of ours and sent an email saying, hey, are you and D okay? Because you guys just didn't seem that really into each other. And I just thought that was super funny and uh, hilarious because of the fact that that was the name of the, that was the name of the episode. And Anthony's like, "Hey, are you guys actually into each other?" Yes, we're okay. It is funny because you guys hear so much of us and our relationship, whether we're tired, whether we're stressed from work, whether we're on a natural high, whether we've just had amazing travel adventures, whether we've been in COVID for six months together and ready to you know murder each other. You guys, you guys hear a lot about that, and I guess. As a result of that, people kind of hear the tone in our voice and might think, oh, something's going on. No, we're all good. Thanks for the concern though, Anthony. Really appreciate you for sending an email and hello. We had an email as well from a person who's back on like episode 20. They're quite new and they asked me, what card games do we use? And I always send back that we use the game of lifestyle. Back in, I think, episode 20 in those early days, we were using card games that we reference quite often that don't exist anymore. Um, so they just, they just don't, they were discontinued and the company doesn't make them anymore, which is a real shame because I actually really liked those card games and you know, we got a lot of sex out of them. So Hey ho, can't complain with that. But normally I always respond with, we use the game of lifestyle because those are the new card decks that we have. And we still do recommend the game of lifestyle. Please do go check them out on Twitter and check out their website. But hot off the press, as I was sitting there writing this and following up with emails, we got a thing, just released our own card game. So We Got a Thing or another podcast, if you haven't heard of them, please do go check them out by Mr. and Mrs. Jones. They just released their own card game for The Swinging Lifestyle. So if you guys are looking for card games, you can head over to wegotathing.com, check out their card game, which is brand new. They've just released it. Or head over to The Game of Lifestyle, who have multiple decks ranging from kind of those question and answer based ones right through to action cards. So congrats to We Got a Thing for releasing a new card game. I really hope that goes well and kudos, kudos. And if you guys aren't following our Instagram account, I have been putting up some tips, random swinging lifestyle tips. I released a video with my top five tips for choosing a swinging lifestyle event, hotel takeover in particular, and then I released a follow-up five tips that were all financial-based ones. So if you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head on over and follow us on Instagram if you're interested in that kind of content. I also post random videos up there as well. So very, very different from our Twitter account and the interactions that we have on Twitter. So if you're following us on Twitter and you're not following us on Instagram, head on over because they are very, very different content in case you're interested, more video-based, and I do all the IG stories there. Right, and before I get going, I'm going to wrap this up in a second, but I will be releasing a Patreon-only bonus episode, and the title of this is going to be Feeling Like a Reject at Your Own Party. Oftentimes when event hosts host something, we are looking after everybody else and we're not necessarily engaging in the party. And in Miami, I felt it, but in Dallas, I felt it tenfold. I completely felt like a reject at PCAP in Dallas. And so if you guys want to listen to me talking about that soon on a Patreon bonus episode, head over to our Patreon. You can support us there and you'll get to listen to that situation that unfolded and really what made me feel like a reject at my own party. But I'm going to leave you guys here. And before I get going, I'm going to share some audio from some of the other content creators that were at Podcaster Palooza. Three podcasters released a PCAP recap episode before I recorded this. And so I wanted to include some snapshots from each of their episodes. Please do go head over and check out their full episodes if you want to hear from them. Super quirky. Everybody's experiences are different. I know that sometimes when you have an event and a bunch of podcasters go and they all release episodes about that event, it can feel like, here we go again, you know, it's a bit boring. But everybody has such different circumstances and different interactions that it actually is particularly interesting, especially with people like, say, Living the Sweet Life podcast who are experiencing something new and are actually crossing something off their sex bucket list and exploring something a little bit more. Those are really, really intriguing snippets that you might get when you go and listen to these episodes. So as I head out today, I'm going to be playing audio from Live in the Sweet Life podcast from Lock and Trist. I'm then going to play some audio from the Black and Kinky Lifestyle podcast. That's from Bomber and Bell. And then I'm going to finish up with a section from the Casual Swinger podcast that I stole from Mickey and Mallory. That's basically the attendees of PCAP telling their story. And as you're listening to that section from the Casual Singer podcast, can you please just take a moment to listen to the loop that's playing in the background underneath all of the voices? 
I know Mickey spent a very long time on that. So Mickey, if you're listening, kudos, people are paying attention to your loop. Thank you very much. But otherwise, that is Living the Sweet Life podcast, Black and Kinky Lifestyle podcast, Casual Swinger. They're going to head us out for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble. Thank you so much to all the attendees and everybody in the lifestyle community. You guys are absolutely keeping us going and we love the hell out of you. Bye, guys. So we had to. I was like, so just pull your dick out, Locke, so I could just see. Let me let me <laughs> measure it against somebody to see if we got the right thing. <laughs> I wish you would. Right, have. real quick. <laughs>
any feedback on the review is not like, oh, that's not accurate. No, <laughs> the review is completely accurate. <laughs> yeah, it was just the fact that you did it like under our podcast name. <laughs> like, yeah, so. I, I, I was not anonymous. No, <laughs> I thought it was though when I wrote it. <laughs> like, what did you think? What had you just thought? Like, they would never like know who we are or something like that. Like, they would just never see it. <laughs> I mean, they were pretty big back then, and we were barely known. I yeah. didn't. I never even thought we'd even cross cross paths. So <laughs> here we here we are. It was all a good fun, you know. No no hard feelings. It's it's. it's- Hey, 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 everyone. This is Mr. and Judah. And Mrs. and Judah. We want to give a big shout out to Mickey and Mallory of, of Casual Swingers for letting us tell all you sexy podcast listeners what an amazing time we had at PCAP Encore. Kate's love and dedication truly made it a smashing success. The event was over the top and it was so great to hang out with all our sexy friends. You know who you are. Mwah. Looking forward to seeing you in PCAP 2022. Hi, this is Mrs. Our Sexy Social, and one of my favorite things about PCAP is the theme nights. Kate is so creative with the nights that she comes up with. It's not just a boring white night or glow night or the norm. She comes up with some amazing themes, and what I love is, of course, stretching my imagination and working to find something great for us to wear, but also seeing what everybody else does the creativity the costumes and then the added you know dj and fun party just turns out for a great night love you kate thanks for always doing such a great job pcap was amazing and pcap encore did not disappoint um had so much fun fangirling over my favorite podcasters seeing old friends making new friends the classes are insightful the themes and the costumes so much fun but the best part was introducing our friends to the PCAP atmosphere. Such a diverse group of people all coming together and celebrating each other and being together. Uh, some people were lamenting about having to go back to the real world, but I think my friend said it best. She said leaving PCAP was like leaving the real world and having to go back to the fake world. Hey Mickey and Mallory, this is Mr. Coqueta Caliente, and man, PCAP last weekend was amazing. My favorite part was probably watching all the beautiful people dancing on the dance floor, all the content creators just bringing an energy that elevated everyone else around them. Thanks to Kate for putting on a great event, and we look forward to the next one. By far, the people are the most important part, and Kate has attracted such a great group for PCAP events. She finds interesting locations and coordinates first-class parties and entertainment. It's such an amazing group of sexy people, and we can't wait for the next one. The sessions were great, the hosts and podcasters were all amazing, but my favorite part is the atmosphere Kate and her team were able to create. It felt like summer camp for our tribe. My favorite part about PCAP Encore was the feeling of being so comfortable and completely uncensored. Okay, Miss Honeyspoon, what was your favorite memory from PCAP Encore Dallas? Okay. Other than the mankini plunge, other than um, the seminars and the dancing and the fun, which was all really great, I have to say probably just watching the energy of everyone, the positive vibe, the camaraderie, and just blossoming friendships um, really stood out for me more than anything. Oh, and of course, any opportunity I get to make out with Mickey and Mallory, it's always a good memory for me. How about you? Uh, Can I go a bit dirty? I would say the two eight-person orgies we had with amazing old friends and new friends. Um, It was a great connection for everyone, super fun time, and I can't wait to see everyone again at uh, PCAP 2022. I can't believe you just mentioned that. I think she meant out of the bedroom, but okay. Send it. All right. (laughs) Hi, guys. This is Mr. Our Sexy Social. We went to the original PCAP in Miami and would not miss the Encore in Dallas. So many good things about it. Hot couples, um, great venues, awesome theme nights. But by far, the best part and my favorite part is the, just the personal touches 
that Kate of Wonderlust Swingers puts on every single detail. Her fingerprints are on the entire event. She takes everything personally and wants to make sure that everybody has a great time. Love you, Kate. Guys, if you get a chance, go to PCAP. Take it. You will not regret it. After all those steps to get to PCAP, we're really happy that we went and we're really thankful to our friends for encouraging us. I mean, we really enjoyed the communication and uh, the discussions that were ha we had at the different sessions. Um, they were not just informative, they were really fun. And the speakers were just amazing and very eye-opening too. Um, we really enjoyed the quirky events that were created by the attendees. I think that's such a nice thing that is allowed to happen. And uh, the evening affairs, oh my gosh, they were over the top. Beautiful, sexy, welcoming, the costumes, everybody got into it and it was so much fun. We had just a really great time. And so would we go again to PCAP? Hell yes. I'm Jay. I'm Angie. And our favorite part of PCAP Encore in Dallas was, um, well, mine was probably the bus drive to Colette's when Mickey and Mallory started playing Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. <laughs> and Angie did her thing. And um, hey, they talk about it, that's fine, but I'm not talking about exactly what happened. Just, you know, magic happened. Angie, what was your favorite part? The mankini. The mankini, mankini plunge. What was the mankini plunge? Do you remember? <clears throat> yeah, uh, you started this, um, you didn't really start it, but... Uh, you told everybody you were going to wear your mankini like you did in Miami. And, uh, yeah, and then you had some followers, and it ended up with about 12, 15 guys just wearing either Speedos or thongs or uh, whatever. Yeah, or something else. There was quite a few in their wives' thongs. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, it was, it was great. It was it was awesome. And that was, it, I felt, it, I think it, it was good for the guys. I think it was good for the guys. They seemed to be really nervous right up until everybody started taking off their shit. And then, yeah, and they're like, "We're really doing this." Yeah, then they're all just <laughs> together having a ball. Yeah, it was it was a good it was a good time for the guys. The women cat calling a whistle. Heck that was yeah. nice. <laughs> that water was fucking cold though. Yeah, it's not warm. Yeah, it's not warm. Yeah. All right, so uh, Mickey Mallory, that's our favorite moments of decap encore. Oh, and seeing you cunts, Kate, and everybody else was nice too. <laughs> oh. Sorry, real quick. Um, backup favorite was probably having um, Bomber Where you, his, your, your read shirt. my shirt yeah. from his review. Uh -huh. That was that was that was epic. Life is short. Right, thank you.